0: Hey everyone, this is John Butler, and you're listening to a podcast called My Home. This is where I joined up with a really good friend, singer, songwriter, producer, Tommy Spender, to take you through all the tracks and all the songs of my new
1: album, Home. So enjoy listening to My Home. i pretty excited to learn about... Tahitian Blue, because it really captures a colour for me, like that really incredible deep ocean that you get in like a tropical place. Can you tell me about how this came to be called Tahitian Blue?
0: Yeah. Actually, first, I think I just need to go, this is cool that we're going to do this. Oh yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what order these songs are going to come out in or what, but even just for... In general, like, yeah. like this is a pretty cool thing to be able to do. So Tahitian blue. So I had a friend of mine, um, Daniel Ballant. He's a crazy adventurer and does yeah. things that not normal people would, you know, do. He, you know, he's been a naturalist in in Antarctica. He's done, you know, crocodile tours in, in Northern Kimberley, uh, 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 and I run. You know, out outback bus companies. He, he does all kinds of things, and and one of the things he did in in the last few years is buy a catamaran in uh, in the Caribbean and then wow. sail it through the uh, Panama Canal wow. and across the Pacific to Australia, which was an epic voyage. And he invited you know, a few of a uh, of his brothers out at different times to kind of join him in, on the lonely travel with. And so I, I, I got the really nice little leg. I got this little Tahitian yeah, nice. <laughs> the Tahitian leg, which involved no uh, no overnight, yeah. you know, night duties. And I just got really awesome kind of scenery for a few days. And then I left. So it was a little bit of a holiday for me. And it was great to see him and, and our good friend Ricky, uh, who also was there at the same time. And um, I always bring my little travel guitar with me. And as I'm kind of just like basking in this absolutely luxurious kind of scenic landscape of Mm. just this blue and these islands it was like you know something out of a movie i'd never seen anything like it before and um this little jig came to me Mm. as they normally do I, i get a lot of little jiggy jiggy kind of things that come to me and this little jig kind of came to me and at first it didn't seem you know i didn't think i was having any kind of Nordic, not Nordic. What's the word? Nordi- nautical, nautical <laughs> kind of Nord- like oh look, I'm doing sea here yeah. on a ship kind of thing, because I think I, I often write lots of Celticy kind of stuff. But um, this little riff came up, and that was that was like the little seed, and the other seed was just the. Intensity of the blue of the Mm. water—I've never seen anything like it. Coming from Australia and 100% coastline and having the best beaches on the planet, I wasn't ready for that kind of iridescent, shimmering, bombastic, bionic blue. (laughs) Like it was—it's really something else, you know. So I was just like, "Whoa!" And yeah, you know. I think You Love Me and I Love You, Deeper Than Tahitian Blue were kind of was kind of like the sea beat with that little jig and mm. that's kind of where it started. You
2: love me and I love you, mm. deeper than Tahitian, deeper than Tahitian.
1: It feels like a very, like when I first heard it, it's, it's not complicated, it's just like it's quite celebratory, like it's like you're, yeah. you're having that moment and I I mean that, just the Tahitian Blue, I, I sort of pictured it being on a ship. You're right. Yeah. And there's other songs on the album that are about ships. There's like a there's a theme running there for you at the moment. Like are you feeling like is it is it in your ancestry? Is it just naturally popping in? I think it's naturally popping in. I mean, mm. I could
0: analyze it from a distance, you know, uh, in retrospect. You know, I mean it seems like the whole the whole world had its own nautical kind yeah. of like ship going, beard, hipster, hey moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's some kind of remnants of that or yeah. I don't know. I think I've been on a bit of a ship. I've been on a bit of a journey yeah. and I've been emotionally and spiritually. And I think this whole album has kind of been that way for me and and it's turned out that when I'm writing there's like yeah, there's these ocean themes and I don't know if it's connected to ocean the instrumental, being like this bedrock of who I am or mm. or just the um the emotional ocean that I've I've been traversing, which in yeah. sometimes which feels like a lovely catamaran.
2: Yeah. Other
0: times it feels like I've been I'm clinging on to, you know, uh, debris. Yeah. You know, in, yeah. in the middle of the waves. And other times I'm kinda like surfing. So yeah. maybe it's just made its way in that way. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: And also exciting is you got sitting next to you your iPad. Is it the first time that you've sort of started demoing like with a it's not the first time, it's just it's just one of the
0: first times I've got completely lost in that kind of process. And also having technology be so easily at my fingertips that I could kind of get a, a groove on. Yeah. And so before it was like, cool, I could do a little bit of garage band recorded a bit of a guitar and some vocals, and that was about it. Mm. Find a drum loop that kind of suited, mm. but kind of with all the newer kind of versions, I was able to kind of write these beats that I hear in my head. So, always loving the Timberland beats or these Pharrell beats and stuff like that. I was like, okay, cool. Like, let me just like because that's what I'm hearing behind some of these songs. Let me just kind of bang them in you know, on the, on the SPD and and see what happens. And so mm-hmm. that happened and then the bass synths and the, yeah. and all the synthesizers and like, I just kind of fell in love with synthesizers and just trying to meld the worlds that I love together. You know, yeah. I, I love Celtic fiddle, but I, I also, as I said, I also like just like this, this heavy kind of backbeated kind of rhythms, whether it be Timberland or whether it be Paul Simon, you know, yeah. it's like, like how can I fuse these worlds together in a way that feels like they're natural, not some fusoidy concept? Yeah, as naturally as I hear them in my head. So Garage Band and that whole world allowed for it to be quick because any any time I get caught up in technical difficulties, I just go back to my four hundred year old design guitar and yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, easy. Yeah. And yeah, If it's if it's not immediate, I kind of my ADD brain moves on. Doesn't run out
1: of batteries. Yeah. So you started with. The riff on the boat and in, in somewhere in Tahiti, a little jiggy kind of thing. Mm. And then you went to your. Did you have your iPad with you? No, at that time, no. Yeah, no. Tell me what happened. Like, how, where did it start as a as an electronic thing? What was the first well, element? I'm trying to
0: think. I'm just like. Was it I, the
1: ding, the cut ding? Yeah, I think that was it. Like, I'm trying to think. So
0: like. You know, it, it, it kind of I uh, started thinking, okay, where, what's the, what, what's the beat behind this jig? You know, so the jig's like da 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 da, and then I was like, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm, that's that's my jam. like that's like that's like that's my my love of hip-hop world world there but here's my celtic world and like they 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 sit and so it started there and and the whole song was meant to be just that jig it was gonna be like this pedal that you know i didn't see it as like a notey thing i saw it more as a almost like the way you'd see an arpeggiated synthesizer yeah busy but a pad yeah and so a
1: constant a texture. constant texture yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and so i wrote the whole song like that <laughs> and i just got sick of it yeah i was like shut shut <laughs> the fuck up now leprechaun boy yeah, you know, like yeah. So, so um you know and i kind of fought with it for ages because i i get attached to these little things like they're like my children uh, I feel like if I throw them away. I feel like I'm I'm putting a puppy on in a cardboard box on the sidewalk and I'm walking away from it. i yeah. too attached. So it took you know it took a while. It first started with like okay, how do I want to make these verses different than the chorus? So I, instead of going boom, cut, boom, boom, cut, I went just kind of almost went a bit more John Mellencamp with. Boom, boom, ka, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, His Oh yeah yeah yeah. Jack, Jack and Dian. Diane. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you know when it hit the course and boom boom, boom 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 so i thought okay there's a bit of a change and with that pedaling going and then i i think i finally got sick of it one night after a rehearsal somewhere after rehearsing for a gig i, I just kept, kept kept on coming back to my same my iPad and, and i think i think tyson blue can kind of, so i i just dropped the reel i dropped the jig Mm. and just came up with this more of a chordal thing that seemed just to bounce. I was like, oh, there's the bounce. It wasn't bouncing. And like it kept on, the swing wasn't quite there with the backbeat. And then I just found this bounce with this kind of chordal
1: ramp. Sorry, we're just, I'm just going to jump forward. Yeah. did this with Jan and his studio at Red Moon. Uh, yeah. You tracked it there.
0: Yeah, I tracked most of it there. So yeah. you brought
1: in like the band and the iPad ideas. Is that the first time you fused them together or you'd already introduced those sort of elements to the band in the rehearsal room?
0: I, I Yeah, I, I'd been introducing them to the band, but I mean, that's a whole other conversation, really. It's like yeah. uh, I am. Um, hey, guys. Between my own... Our
1: new member is a laptop kind <laughs> of moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, just like I got some really kind of crystalline ideas coming up here and um i'm needing a little bit more time with them yeah Yeah. yeah. i mean there's a whole other a whole other story about home and the whole story story of home is just i was just really a sensitive nutty professor at the time and so yeah a lot of a lot of the recording happened just with me and Jan. awesome first and so tahitian i built that up with just my My demo ideas and Jan and then got the band in later. Cool. Yeah. And a lot of the album ended up being that way because I had so many kind of rhythmic ideas and parts that I just needed to hear those parts first before they were interpreted differently or any other any other ideas came into the mix. I found I found there was my antennas being so sensitive at the moment. Anytime another idea came in, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Should I do that? And I'd get lost. It was like nobody's ideas for now until I get this clean idea out. And then if this clean idea is shit or needs something, then we add on top of it. But I really
1: wanted to. You didn't want anything lost in translation. No, not this time. Not
0: this time. I really have been talking about making an album with like this programmed semi-live backbeat thing with this, you know, this finger-picky thing over the top. I've talked about it for ages. Anybody who knows me, Carlos Santoni from Blinking Brown and Nelly Rise, or Danielle or yourself. Even myself, yeah. You know, I had to make sure that this was as distilled as possible.
1: For me, like, when I heard it, it's like, and, and from what I could see from the outside of your lab, you know, like, while you're in The Nutty Professor, it's like you were synthesizing the two worlds and trying to bring them together like all of everything you loved yeah
0: yeah and just that that aesthetic i mean that, that's the, that's the, that's the music i mainly listen to yeah. you know like i mainly listen to kind of programmed music i yeah. mean I, I love i love dolly Parton and I, and I love i love gillian welsh and yeah i love all that stuff and i listen to it but like if i was to like st- statistically look at like how much i listened, to i'm listening so much more to kind of hip-hop yeah and, you know, Damien Marley and, yeah. and, and, and Beyonce. Yeah. And even, you know, then I'm listening to like really roots live stuff. Yeah. So like I'm influenced, like my musicianship on my instruments, totally roots based. Yeah. But my aesthetic is just like, I just want to dance to Pharrell beats and yeah. Snoop Dogg all the time. That's <laughs> you know? so cool though. That's, that's my, yeah. I love that. So yeah. like, but I don't want to create hip hop. Yeah. And I don't want to create like, like traditional. L- d- d- yeah, traditional music. Yeah. You know, I, I, what I hear in my head is like, that's, that's my jam. And so yeah. trying to create that without anybody else in between and just going, let's see how close I can get this album and this kind of song in a way is, you know, I'm getting closer. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like for me, when I was listening through the stems, you know, it's, it's there so clear. You've got, so you've got all that beautiful acoustic stuff, electric guitar stuff. But then sitting there, there's like underneath it, like it just is a beast. There's just that Moog, that massive fat keyboard bass. And then in the choruses, you've got that really beautiful stereo kind of synth happening. And then, you know, like that kind of hip hop, like and snare, like really loud in the mix. It's, a, it's it's like it's a perfect blend of those two worlds, like in this song. Awesome. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to do. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's cool. It's funny. It was, it was it was it was interesting just letting go of the, the jig, and yeah. And letting the song bounce. Yeah. And then coming up with that that motif for the chorus. Dunk. Yeah. And then I was just like, God, how many times can I layer it? That's the only
1: place where the jig lives. That was like the that was like the foot through uh, that like open the door that jig and then it opens this whole other space of this song. Yeah, which is so cool.
0: Yeah, it's kind of that thing. It's like allow something to be the seed for a song, but yeah. it doesn't have to be the whole thing. That's it right. You just start. You know, it's like you know, songwriters always talk about it. You know, you get. Attached to your first verse, yeah, and really your first verse you might end up throwing away, and it's yeah. just the concept, yeah. But you can you can fight with that first verse for ages if you're too attached.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of um, gang chorus and like.
1: Do you love doing multiple vocals, like is it a thing that you're into, yeah. like you know? <laughs> yeah, it's my jam. I mean, I just like hearing chants, I yeah. think, I think the,
0: like, the chant vibe and I, you know, I like hearing my vocal like tripled and then having, and then Jan Skubashevsky, he's like the classic, It's like you know, he calls it Michael, Michael Dublé, like if you want to yeah. double anything, that's Michael Dublé. It. So it's like, <laughs> you know, if I'm going to do a backup, I do two backups, yeah. you know, so. A harmony and so if I have three harmonies to a song it ends up being you know, six, six tracks yeah. just to kind of give it that kind of that thing and yeah I mean I think back in my back in my mind somewhere there was like this you know I hope this I'm not sure if this makes sense but like Paul Simon kind of um, yeah and and but also Jane's Addiction that. and wow. then like Bob Marley this idea of these chants yeah, you know, these just these all these voices
1: singing in unison. You love me and I love you.
0: Yeah, yeah, and just you know, so I, they end up being. Uh, I like things rich. You yeah. Know? I like rich pasta. I like rich <laughs> drinks, and and I think I like music to be really like full spectrum. Yeah. You know, as well, for the most part. So yeah. Yeah. Let's do that riff. Let's have let's have the chorus riff, played by like a bass synth, a guitar, an acoustic guitar, a mandolin, another synth. You know, and then and then that and then and the bass synth. There you go. There, there's that's that motif. And then here's the vocals. Let's have that sung. You know, six times as well, and just reinforce as much as possible. I, I don't know if I'm a subtle person. No, but I guess I mean, that's
1: what I'm getting to. But that's the great thing about getting to like, especially collaborate with someone that you trust. Like Jan, you guys have a long history of of working together and collaborating together on sounds. And like him having your back in the studio and you kind of having his back to go, it's okay to do, for example, there's two drum kits in this song, mm. playing two different beats. There's the kind of like the funky beat, mm. and then there's the thing, and then you've got the, the electronic drums. It's, it's great that- And then you get the, the group drums on top of it. Yeah. then there's The pseudos a, on top of yeah, it. Yeah. So what's that? Tell me about this, tr- this well, that little was, like, element. I mean, I think it's
0: kind of like where a lot of the production ideas kind of started. It was like between like hearing Timberland and Pharrell. Like, he was so in love with you know, under construction. Yeah, like, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. <clears throat> and then who wasn't? You I know, mean, and then um, yeah, who wasn't? I mean, and if and if you weren't, well, we just don't need to talk about y- it.
1: Then either you should like. Stop listening and go and listen to it now. Yes. Come back to it. Actually,
0: yeah, if you haven't heard Under Construction by
1: Miss Yelly, not this
0: it will inform you about my album and all, but if you haven't, I just feel like it's our duty to kind of like point you that direction. That's right. And then if you don't like it... I don't know. Just silence for you forever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so the group drums. So, yeah, yeah. I always heard... I'd always heard like... I. I you know I, and it's that one thing you know Rhythm of the Saints Paul yeah. Simon or just that massive amount of drums all playing the same beat. ensemble drums yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it's kind of how I saw it is like you got Timberland style which is like these massive compressed MIDI sounds and sampled sounds usually not layered very simple but mm. fat very and fat and then you have you know like the, the Brazilian kind of group drums which are sound just as fat but they're are totally acoustic, and I was like, Yeah, okay, maybe that's a way where I don't need to totally synthesize my rhythm yeah, world, cool. you know, and I can bring the roots element back in that's closer to my guitar playing and in my songwriting, yeah, you know. And so, that was the idea. It's like, Cool, I'll, I'll fuse them together, so I'm still getting all the MIDI root of the chunk. Uh, of the of that midi program sound but let's get this group drum involved and that will actually help that will be the fusion point yeah where or that will be the point where they'll they'll be able to merge together it doesn't sound like two different worlds yeah, kind of yeah. clocking
1: together so yeah and there's, like, air, there's air there's you know there's air being moved like yeah. where those those midi sounds it's just let's it's a it's digital information but when you record an ensemble of drums they also they don't all hit exactly on the millisecond, you know? There's like yeah. all that beautiful kind of signature of each hit. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Petition Blue, it's like group drums, two kits, two maybe two tracks of program beats. It's a lot. That I mean, you know, like that's the wonder, that's like Pro Tools and Ableton and that's that's the world we live in now. We don't have to feel bad about expressing ourselves with this huge palette and I feel like this time round you really got to you just got to paint with more colors yeah than you have before maybe yeah. you know like some Tahitian blues some yeah. azure blues Azul. azure <laughs> some turquoise turquoise yeah so um. yeah and yeah the, the
0: song is totally like unabashed but I think most of my songs for Danielle and somewhere or another are you know like i as it, it, pure as that water was, it was as it, pure as my intention, I guess, was, mm. I guess. But, you know, I guess, you know, it wasn't all about, you know, God, you're great, I love you. It was also just about living with a lover, you know, li- living with a lover. We all have issues, you know, yeah. and we, you know, we want to love people, but it's, you know, we live in a world where people don't really love themselves very much. So mm. it's interesting to be in a relationship where you're like, you're loving somebody who some, sometimes is not doesn't have their own back. And I know that I'm definitely, I bring that aspect to our relationship. Mm. So I guess I was kind of dealing with that a little bit. It's like, let me help you. Let me be this, you know, let me be the lighthouse to your boat. Let me, let, may, my, may my arms be the safety of the bay for you. I know you're struggling. Mm.
1: And I know Daniel does the same thing for me,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: Did the lyrics just come really quick or did you labor over them? Was it like just, it just was, you know, a one sort of session situation where you sat down and all just poured out or was it like, ah oh, tweaking here and there? Or? I think they always tweak. I don't, I don't, I don't really remember mm,
0: how good. they all came out. But, it, you know, it definitely found its nautical theme pretty quick and
1: I was able just to go, okay, right. What was, do you remember the name of the boat you were on? Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. No,
0: I don't. My yacht's called Brahmany. My name's uh, Danny, and uh, I did this crazy adventure where I bought uh, an old catamaran in the Caribbean um, in the British Virgin Islands and decided to sail it all the way to Australia. And, uh, yeah, John spent a lot of time playing guitar on board, um, strumming along, and, yeah, we we were in... um, we're in the Society Islands and, and he came up with this little this little tune and uh, I remember saying to him that that sounds awesome. It was like this little tropical sort of tune and um yeah, so he uh, he spent a lot of time just just, just sort of strumming along the master in it. I mean in general I just think this song took a lot of massaging. You know, yeah. it went from like this this Celtic thing to this to having to drop the whole Celtic thing and go to the guitar vamp thing, which was actually—I told him I want to see if I can find the actual guitar part because that—that that yeah. was the moment where I was like, "Oh, I think I found it finally." I. Oh. I I'm such a rough recorder. No um, man, that sounds good. But that moment everything started to drop so like it it seems like this and I remember whilst recording it like you know, it took a couple weeks of coming back to it before it's like okay it's getting there it's Mm. getting there and it's been a few songs on this album where where I think Jan had to kind of tune in and to what I was trying to do and Mm. we were trying to do trying to just meld this world together yeah um yeah but it's a series of letting go and then you know grabbing little bits at the end like the little quicker more quicker cadence at the end. Come on, come on, we can all get some of us like Yeah. I don't I, that kinda of came in just like I I'd written that for another song actually, but I just felt like the song wanted just that last little the, that last little yeah, like you know, in a way, wind in the sails, just to kinda of go, Cool. This is a happy song, you know, like this is a happy moment, you know, even though I'm talking about kinda of deep stuff, you know. So tell me about this chorus. What's the, what happened here?: It's funny because yeah, I was just remembering that the uh, So the chorus was very nursery rhyme, so I think the chorus just go: "May my arms be the safety of the bay, May my heart be the anchor to those waves. May my eyes be the lighthouse to your bow. May my love keep you flowing." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And that's where it was going to be, and then when I started singing it. I think I just said, I don't know. If it, maybe maybe it's even Jan's suggestion. It was like, "Is there any way we can kind of flip this up a bit?" It might be a bit repetitive. I was like, "Yeah, maybe." I mean, and then I said, Oh, I don't even know. I think I, I can't remember exactly how it happened. I remember just jamming for a second while we we're getting the right levels, and I was like, ma, um, the a." Mm. And back to the nursery rhyme there. And it just totally kind of made the song have a bit more of a bounce and a little bit more of a swag to it, which was nice to get it out of that really repetitive kind of nursery rhyme thing, you know, give it a little bit more, a little more something, which was a nice little twist right at the end. And I always find that with songs is like, no matter how much you pre-produce them, it's always going to be something that happens right as you're pushing record that's going to just change it that little bit. The songs never finished until, until five years after it's been recorded. <laughs> <laughs>